Have you ever had any virtual pets? No. Never? Not one? Um, like anything from like Tamagotchi to Neopet to Nintendog? No, I never had any of that. Damn. You're too busy with real animals in your house? Yeah. I've always had dogs around. What's the deal with them though? I don't know. I just feel like it was... It's like kind of good practice in a way. Like I feel like it was not a bad thing to teach kids to like understand how to take care of something. But like if you fucked up, there was no repercussion, obviously. Um, Because like you can't just like hand a child a living animal and be like, okay, here this, I'm not helping you with this, you know? Because like it would be bad. Yeah. So did you feel like you actually gained like... um responsibility from it i don't know um maybe like subconsciously yeah i feel like it made like checking up on it fun so like you would want to check in on it a lot i don't know like some like stuff like that always was interesting to me as a kid like i loved like like i had a fucking tamagotchi and shit like that was like a keychain yeah it was like the little like l led screen that just like had a little thing on it um, but, and then, like, Nintendogs was a big thing for me. Um, so I didn't have, I didn't have, like, a DS or anything. Wasn't that on, like, DS? Yeah, that something? was on DS. You didn't have a DS? No. What handheld systems did you have? I had, um, a Game Boy Advance. Okay. A Game Boy SP, and then a Color, but I never had anything past that. So the, the SP was your last? I think so. Damn. Yeah, because the Advance was before the SP, right? Yeah, yeah the SP's the flip-up one. Yeah, yeah, the square. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had that, but and then I, I definitely went on to DS. Um but I feel like that was like the one I remember the most was the DS. That had like that had the most action on it though. You could do so much with it, right? Yeah, it had like Picto Chat and um shit like that. Like you would I just remember like on field trips that was like the shit, like Picto Chat, like fucking messaging people and that shit. Bro, I remember when I was younger It'd be, it would just be, it'd be PSPs and it would be DSs. Those were like the two real popular ones that I remember. Were they out at the same time? Uh, yeah, I think like relatively, right? I remember wanting a PSP so bad, like thinking that that was like the coolest shit in the whole world. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm okay with never have having, like never having one. Like PlayStation was like a like a you know special treat for me because we never had one, but like my neighbor did, so I would go over to their house and that would be like the only time I could play PlayStation or like just games like that in general, like Xbox and stuff like that. That didn't fly in our house for a lot of years. So, although I mean I got an Xbox at a pretty early age, so I don't know. I never felt like I was like missing out but it was like a crazy thing to like go to somebody's house and there would be like video like video games with like guns in them mm. like, fuck dude it's so cool 
That's definitely a benefit for me having an, an older brother versus an older sister. Because we, we probably shared a lot of the same interests that when we were the same ages, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It was also cool, like, to have it, like, as, like, a thing. Like, you'd go to someone else's house and have that. Also, just, like, going to other people's houses and watching, like, weird-ass YouTube videos. Like, I feel like that's not something people do anymore. Maybe it still <laughs> is, but, like, I, I hope it is because it was, like, you'd go and, like, watch, like, Charlie the Unicorn and shit and, like, at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and just, like, drink Mountain Dew and stay up all night. I feel like I do remember that. It's, like, I feel like we kind of all, everybody did it, you know? Yeah. Not everybody, obviously, but, like, a lot of people did. Um yeah, fuck. I feel like I had a friend that used to take us to some like sketchy websites. You know, like looking back, it was like, what the fuck were we doing on this website? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I I feel like I never saw anything like fucked up though as a kid. You know, like I never was like with my friends and we stumbled upon like something like fucked up, like the like two girls one cup type shit. Like I never experienced that. Yeah, I can't say I I have either with any of my friends. I don't. I feel like there was um I feel like there was something that happened when I was in elementary school. We were in the computer lab and somebody somebody stumbled upon some website and it wasn't good and they were like four seats down from me. Oh dude. But in the computer lab? Yeah. Oh my god. And the teacher was just looking over their shoulder the whole time. It was crazy. Dude, I feel like there was always the kids that like could figure out how to get to like weird ass websites on the school computers. Or they're they're putting they were putting VPNs on their computer, and like fifth and sixth grade to bypass the, yeah, like the restriction block on websites. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, because the restrictions they had weren't built for like people who understand computers. They were built for, you know, sixth graders. <laughs> so it's like most of us are just like, oh well. <laughs> but like, I feel like if you somehow got found like stumbled upon someone who really knew what the fuck they were doing, like it was pretty easy for them to figure it out. But. I just remember kids would like flip the orientation on the screen so everything would be upside down and they would just like close it and like hand it back so the next people had to deal with it, which I always thought was funny. I kind of remember that. There was, um, there was, I got in trouble one time. I must have been in like second grade and it was from computer class. I was pretty decent at typing. I liked typing when I was younger. Okay. But uh, you know how on the homepage there's all the shortcuts for stuff? Yeah. <laughs> well, Bef- like when we when we would get in class before we started like doing the assignment, we'd just be sitting there at the homepage. Some people would paint. Oh yeah, I would just move the icons all over the place, and I ended up really like I don't I think it factory reset the computer or something like that. After I left computer class, the teacher came and got me out of the next. The computer teacher came out and got me out of the next class, and brought me back to the computer and was like, "What did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing I remember doing, I was just like, I was just moving these like around, like from this corner to yeah. this corner to this corner. It was so weird. Damn. But yeah, I didn't. Nothing serious happened. I was just really surprised that I didn't think I did anything wrong. You're a hacker. Yeah, pretty much. Second oh, grade, dude. And just like, oh, fuck. There's something nice about the games that were allowed, like fucking like cool math games and shit that everybody kind of jumped on the same thing. So everybody was just sitting there playing the same like three games that we were allowed to play. It was simpler, I feel like, back then, but 
I don't know. Hopefully, like, some shit like that's still going on. Like, I imagine they still have, like, days where they use laptops in school, so. Yeah. I feel like, well, over the pandemic, weren't kids taking, like, Chromebooks home and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was, like, a pretty big thing. I think a lot of, um, like, schools were going to, like, those Chromebooks just because they're cheap and they're, like, every every school laptop needed an upgrade. So it was, like, just go with something cheap. Did you ever, like, ride the bus when you were younger? Like, yeah, you yeah, ride yeah. the bus to school? Yeah, yeah. Did you, was that, like, a positive experience? Yeah, yeah. I would, like, choose to um, because, like, I, I would get a ride to school, like, when I... Because I went to private school as, like, a kid, kid, and then, like, fourth grade, I switched over. So I started, like, with getting rides to school all the time just because I was what I was used to. But, like, I had friends that took the bus, and it was just, like, kind of a thing. It was, like, you should take the bus. <laughs> like, it's, like, more time to hang out with your friends. So I did that for a lot of years up until probably, like, driving. I feel like I, like, kind of just went through the bus, like, most of middle school and then, like, early high school. But, yeah, I liked it. Did you? Not, I wouldn't say. I probably stopped riding the bus like every morning, like every day, probably around like maybe third grade. Oh, damn. And then I was just a car rider, which I didn't mind. Well, until my brother could drive. Right. So once he could drive, I was riding with him. So that, I mean, I was probably from second grade to eighth grade. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was it became like a sitcom because it was like a cast of characters mm. and the bus ride was only, you know, whatever it was, 45 minutes. So it literally was like a sitcom. Like we would all just like, everybody kind of had their role, what they did. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to the bus community because there were some cool people. I mean, there were some people on there who were cool. I don't know if they were cool people necessarily. Did you ever get yelled at on the bus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Our our bus driver was firm but fair. Like yeah, you, you know, like she'd let us fuck around, but like if it got out of hand, she was like, I feel like she wasn't like fucking around with us. So I don't remember what her name was, or else I'd give her a shout out. She was cool. Yeah, my bus driver's name was Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> and she hit a, she hit like a turkey buzzard one day, <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> We were on this back, we were on this back road, and we were going down this hill. And as we were going down this hill, it just flew up on the windshield and just rolled up on the bus. And she like screamed. <laughs> you, you it's kind of funny because the kids, the kids up front were like, they were sort of scared too because they didn't know what happened. Yeah, that was a pretty funny day. I remember one time this one substitute bus driver for Christmas gave us all money. And people were like, we can't take it. He's a bus driver. He's poor. I was like, dude, he's fucking, he has a job. <laughs> he's giving us money. I don't think he's like homeless. But He was giving kids money? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, shout out that guy. He didn't so even nice. know you. So nice. He just like gave everybody a candy cane with like a five wrapped around it. Five. I mean, that's a lot of money. To just give random children five bucks. Yeah, it adds up. He probably went through a hundred bucks that day, at least, probably. right? Just to give, like, and it was, he was a substitute. It wasn't even his fucking bus route. Like, just 
gave us money for no fucking That's, reason. He was just riding the bus for fun yeah. and turn around and give his paycheck to the kids. It's for the people. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's cool. Yeah, shout out that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you mean? That's a wobbler, bro. He what just do you wanted mean? to be around kids in the morning? Oh, I don't know. No, I think he was a bus driver. <laughs> I thought you were saying he had another job. No, no, no. I mean, like, he was a bus driver, I think, but he was, like, not our bus driver. He was driving the bus. Yeah, but. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Hansen, why don't you have a seat right (laughs) He's giving children money and candy. dude. I don't know. That just seemed weird. Hearing that just seemed a little weird to me, that's all. Yeah, but I mean, who knows? Could yeah. could have been a good good guy. Maybe he's just a good soul. Maybe it was Santa. Yeah, maybe. Episode nineteen. <laughs> good Good Fridays. Good Fridays. Episode nineteen. We got to start planning for actual Good Friday. It's in April. April. That's gonna be here. We got to know what episode fucking, that is. Uh, twenty. Twenty something. No, yeah, that's five. that's a lot of math. Maybe twenty five. That would be cool if it all lined up that way, but we got to do something big for that one. What are you thinking? Um, I don't know. Me neither. It'd be cool to go live, like do do it live, but I, don't, cool. I feel like people won't watch. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what if we like rented a venue, did it like at a fucking at a concert Denny's. venue? We'll do it at a Denny's. <laughs> What the fuck, what is, the up, fuck is up, Denny? It's Good Friday. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Have you heard about Denny's marrying people? <laughs> what? Like getting married in a Denny's? <laughs> is that what you mean? Yeah, dude. Th- you can you can book a wedding through Denny's. Oh my god! In in Vegas. Oh, well, I, I mean that makes more sense, but still, what the fuck? Imagine like, oh, fuck. I Vegas is like scary because you can get really fucked up and then just fuck around and get married. You know what I mean? Or like, die. Well, <laughs> but I mean, you can get fucked up and die anywhere, but you can't get fucked up and get married anywhere. <laughs> like, imagine blacking out. Like, you've blacked out before, right? Like, you've got you've drank in too much and blacked out. Imagine just waking up the next morning and you're just fucking married. <laughs> like, where do you go from there? Uh, wherever you go to get the papers, right? Yeah. The Denny's wedding package. Oh, fuck. All right, hit me. You got to pull it up. Use of chapel. This is all what the package includes. Okay. Use of chapel, silk presentation bouquet and boutonniere, available in red, white, pink, or yellow. Wedding pancake, puppies cake. <laughs> Champagne toast, two wedding t-shirts, two original Grand Slams. Good for your next visit. All that for the low price of one ninety nine. I believe and give you the Grand Slams right then. You have to go back yeah, to Denny's. You have to, to leave a- and go back <laughs> for one ninety nine. I mean, you're going to fucking need a Grand. If you're fucked up enough to get Denny's ma- married at a Denny's, <laughs> you're going to need the fucking Grand Slam in the morning because you're not going to be feeling right the next day. Oh, so it's really like the next morning. 
Right. Dang, that is crazy. That's. I mean, that's what the plan would be, I would think. I fuck with Denny's, though. I mean, not enough to get married, but, like, I fuck with Denny's. I think it's very underrated. Would you plan a fake wedding for somebody? What do you mean? Like, if, if a group of people were going to Vegas, you sign up for something in advance, and then you just try to maneuver your buddy to the chapel at the time that you're supposed to be there. And then, like, there's just someone standing there for him <laughs> to get married to? Yeah. I mean, you don't follow through with it, but, like... I mean, what if you did? That'd be really funny. <laughs> what, they probably what if you got your boy all fucked up and then, like, got him to marry someone and then wake up the next well, I didn't. I just figured, like, he would not allow that to proceed. Right? But if he's unconscious... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um... I don't know. That would be a funny prank, though. Like, if you just, like, pulled up at the chapel. It'd be funny if you did it, like, say it was a bachelor party, and, um, like, your one boy, you said your one boy couldn't make it, and then you, like, bring him to the chapel, and then, like, the girl, like, your boy is just there, like, in a dress. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> You've seen Hangover, right? Yeah. Yeah. A million years movie. ago. It's a good movie. Shout out Denny's. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Fuck yeah. If you get married in a Denny's, that's awesome. Like, that's a, that's awesome. I don't think I could do it. How many weddings do you think happen there a year? Uh, How many days are in a year? 365. Probably... Which means there's 52 weekends. Okay. <laughs> like Probably 10. 200. Oh, <laughs> 200 people. 200 weddings. So 400 people <laughs> are okay with getting married in a Denny's. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. That would, man. What do you think people ever like marry inanimate objects? Oh, my. Do you think anyone ever just does it just for the grand slams? Oh, it just keeps going back. <laughs> that <laughs> wouldn't be like, worth it, though, because I mean, it's 200 you bucks. A, you still have a party at Denny's. Use of the chapel, so you used to have a party with your boys. <laughs> Drink some champagne, and then you get some fucking grand slams in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Vegas is a wild place. They're, they have the fucking Taco Bell there that's a nightclub. That's a fucking... It's different out there than it is anywhere else. I think I, I've heard of that. Yeah, they serve, they serve like booze and shit there, like beer and wine and then like frozen Baja Blast cocktails and shit. That's, that sounds like an amazing time. Have you ever heard of... <laughs> Somebody who, they like rent a U-Haul. Yeah, I've heard of people. <laughs> I've heard of people renting U-Hauls before. <laughs> Dude, people are going to think we're fucking baked on this shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so much. No, I've heard of people 
they'll rent a U-Haul, <laughs> and then they'll just like. <laughs> They just they just chill. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you mean? They're just chilling. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, there's people, they'll rent a U-Haul and then they'll just like <coughs> hang out in the U-Haul. And like have a party. Wait, like, like in the back like, of the U-Haul? Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. They get like a beer pong table and stuff. <laughs> With the JBL speaker. Damn, I mean... If you ain't got nowhere to go. Like for a tailgate? If you live at your parents' crib or something, and you're like 27, you just rent a U-Haul. Yeah, like one of the big-ass ones. Go party. Where do you park it at, though? Walmart. You can party in it at Walmart. You could probably sleep in there. Why? I feel like somebody would come out. <laughs> yeah. Although people just, like, congregate there. Walmart. That's what I'm saying. They don't. It, what the fuck is Because it's open for that, 24 like, hours, so there's yeah. no. You can always go in and get more beer. Well, until midnight. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Honestly, not the worst place to have a party because you literally could not run out of beer. It'd be impossible. I wonder, is that like a. That's like a real thing. Walmart parking lots. Like people hanging out it's there, not just like our local ones. Oh, it's like a thing. I assume in like any small town, I would think. I don't think it's a thing in like big areas, but like Arlington. Yeah, I wouldn't think people just chill in that if there's a Walmart. But let us know if you're, <laughs> yeah, bull bulling in the Arlington Walmart. Yeah, or if you see people, that actually is pretty interesting. I would assume it's any small town though. It's probably pretty similar. There's a country artist. I think his name's Chris Cagle or something. And uh, he's got a song called Walmart Parking Lot. Deep. So I'd say it's safe to say. Yeah, then, yeah, it's like a thing. It's, yeah, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would do that, though. I feel like I can find better places to hang out with my friends. But hey, whatever works. What happened? <laughs> we lost it there for a second. That was so um, weird. I'm glad we're back, though. That um, was so weird. Yeah. I just had a laugh attack. Yeah, it happens. That it's hasn't okay. happened to me in a long time. Dude, that, <laughs> that was that was good. I'm definitely not cutting that shit out. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, over the, um, like, earlier this week, uh, Logan and I went to D.C. to see Maggie Rogers. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, we stayed like right by the anthem. Um, what I didn't realize is we stayed literally where we saw Jack Harlow. Like it was the same building as where that is. Like, oh wow. Um, because like when we first got to the hotel, there was like a 
where the cars go, like our Uber dropped us off and it was literally where we were waiting outside and you took that picture. Um, and yeah, cause it's what is right by the, the yeah, waterfront. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't realize that was all right there. Um, but yeah, and then we go into the hotel and there's like two buttons like for the elevator, like <coughs> up for lobby or down for union stage, which I thought was pretty cool that we were like literally right there. So, um, yeah, shout out the union stage. It's crazy that we saw Jack Harlow there because, like, if you look at the artists that are there, it's, like, no one you've ever heard of in your life. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, he was that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be a cool feeling to to be that and come back and do a venue that's, like, a lot bigger, that's, like, right next door. Yeah, yeah. You go from that where, like, pre- people pretty much have to search you out for tickets or just happen to be there to being, like, the marquee on the anthem, like. That has to feel cool. But, yeah, um, good trip. Um, great concert. She had, like, a huge band, which I wasn't expecting. There was, like, six-piece band and her, so seven oh, people wow. total, which I just was not expecting. This that. was your first time seeing her, too, right? Yeah, Logan had seen her before, but oh, I'd okay. never seen her. So, it's awesome. Right on. Um, all that to say... She had, like, a really nice uh, playlist going before she came on. Which is something I've, like, really come to enjoy. Like, an artist's, like, playlist that they have to go on. So, I didn't... I wanted to ask if you had ever been to a concert where you remember, like, a memorable song that played before they came out. I don't know if it's a... I don't know if it's a song. But I remember on... Um Jack's tour two years ago. The first one after COVID, mm-hmm. I believe. Before his set, he was doing um, jazz music. That's nice. Which was interesting because the guy who performed before him, his name's Babyface Ray. He's a rapper out of Detroit. And it was just like the the style differences was funny going from like one pace to a completely different one. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the artist is doing that. Like, they're trying to set the tone for something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely intentional, which I think is, like, really cool. Like, it's, like, part of... Like, I used to kind of just, tone like, tune it out. But I realized it's, like, they're picking this. Like, this isn't just radio. So, like, they're, they've selected what they want to play beforehand. So, I've really tried to start, like, paying attention. But, um... Yeah, she had that. Um, she had that sparks by Beach House, which is why it made it onto the playlist. Um, oh, that that's that was probably a cool feeling for yeah, you, dude. Because I was um, like Logan had went to the restroom and I like had just gotten my drink and I was just like standing there like looking around and then that song came and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like this is like some prime shit beforehand. That's sick. Um, I remember when I saw Beach House, their playlist was like sick and that was the first time I really started to notice because I just like looked around and there was like a bunch of people like standing with their phones up like shazamming the songs they were playing which I thought was pretty cool and I was like damn that that is like kind of a good idea to like actually pay attention to what's happening so yeah I don't know that's something I really like and I like like when they really put a lot of time into it jazz is cool though like a different like something that would catch your Mm -hmm. attention like that is cool yeah, speaking of um speaking of 
shows. I scored tickets to the uh, the Zach Bryan show in Charlottesville. I was pretty nervous about that. At JPJ? Yeah. Nice. And the tickets were cheap, right? They were cheap for what they were. I think he said not one ticket was sold for over $156 for that arena. Nice. Which is, I think, is pretty good. Uh, Pitt was sold out by the time I was able to log on. Um, but I got pretty nice seats, and I was able to get four tickets. So Nice. I'm excited for that. I know there's a ton of people, ton of people that struck out. I thought I was going to strike out because yeah. it had been a couple of days since they started releasing like, or sending emails saying that you were picked. Right. It was like a lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool though. I'm glad. I remember you saying you were a little nervous about it. So I'm glad you got tickets. When is that? Uh, it's in May. Nice. It's on a Wednesday. Nice. Which is kind of a downer, but I'm excited. It's. I think yeah. it's the only show he's doing in Virginia, but. Which brings me to my next thing is like, he's still he's still a pretty small artist, right? I mean, the fact he's at JPJ, but I was on his subreddit and I was seeing people talk about how hard, like how upset they were that they didn't get tickets and stuff like that. Some people were saying they would have rather like had to overpay, mm. like had to pay fi- like five hundred yeah. bucks for a ticket or something yeah. like that, because then they would at least have a chance. Yeah. Um. And then I saw other people like almost gatekeeping it, saying like, "I've been a fan for three years. I literally have his lyrics tattooed on my arm, but it's and I didn't get picked." And all these, all these people who just became fans of this guy are going are like they got tickets, but not me. Like, that's a lottery, right? Yeah, so it was random, right? Um, well, I do think like tenured fans should get more entries into a lottery has to be like a uh, measurable thing, right? So if you could provide like ticket stubs from whatever past tours, then I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. Um, But at the same time, like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's not the way it is. So it's like, it's unfortunate, but I don't think it's fair to, like shit on people who don't have his lyrics tattooed just because you were salty you didn't get a ticket. But I do kind of like see the gripe of being like, and with him it's it's probably different because I don't think he's like he doesn't have like any. He might like super huge songs that are like more just like a TikTok song, you know. Like I could understand being upset that there's people going who are probably only going to see one song versus me who would enjoy the whole show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's also, it's also easy to do that, to like, yeah. it's it's so easy to hate on hate on stuff. Whereas if I was in that position, I'd probably be, uh, upset to a similar extent. But I would try to find like the positive. Like if I really felt that attached to that artist, I would try to find the silver lining. Like, damn, look at this. These are the biggest places he he's played in. Right, he sold out the whole tour, or something yeah. like like try to find. Plus, I mean, so it's not their tickets aren't going to be anywhere. Is that well, kind of the like? There's no way they're not going to be on anything. My initial understanding was that you could only buy the tickets through AXS, right. the name of the company, and you could only resell them through AXS, and that was supposed to be what kept the resale prices fair. Yeah, that makes sense. 
But that being said, when I when I was buying the tickets, you have the option for pick them up at will call or uh, electronic. And with the electronic, it says they can't be resold or something like that. Oh. Well, because there's going to be scalpers at the thing, I would imagine. Because, like, there's going to be crowds of, like, you you bought four tickets, right? Like, say your one friend gets sick. Like, that's going to happen. So there's going to be extra tickets. Mm. So there's going to be people scalping, I would think. Yeah. Um. So I feel like if you're, like, you know, if you really want one, you could probably just show up to the venue and then overpay for one there. So there's no way there's not going to be scalpers. Yeah. Like, he has no control over that. He can control the online part of it, but the mm-hmm. in-person scalping, like, that's just part of the... Yeah, it's true. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know how... Because I've also heard that sometimes they're really tight. Like, you have to have your ID on you when, you when you're scanning the thing to make sure the ticket lines up with your name. Yeah. To where it can't be resold. Yeah. I have heard that, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if it was that tight. I mean, at the end of the day, the tickets were already purchased. And like I, I know the goal was to eliminate stuff like that, but it's like you can only do that to a certain extent till it gets to the point of like, I don't know, resales are going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think his intention was just to make make it as fair as possible. Yeah, which I, I think he probably achieved. I mean, yeah. yeah. For the highest price ticket to be 150. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty or good. not over 150 is really good. And he said that was like fees and everything included, mm-hmm. which is insane. So the ticket itself was probably only like 120 bucks or something. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, mine were the tickets I got were under 100 bucks. And you said you got pretty good seats. Mm-hmm. They're on the they're on the upper tier, but they're pretty close to the stage on the on one of the sides. Gotcha. But because yeah. it is steep in that arena, that's one thing I don't like about it. Yeah, up top. Yeah. At least when I went to a basketball game when I was younger. Yeah, I've been there in a long time, but I don't have any other concerts for a while. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, Maggie Rogers was my biggest one that was coming up. So it's came and went now. You got anything sports related to talk about? Uh, Virginia Tech basketball sucks, and they make me upset. We're so bad. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It just sucks to watch. Like yesterday, um, for the Georgia Tech game, we like I was like really excited, and I was like, all right, we're probably gonna win. So I was like, okay, we're gonna like have fun watching this. So we like made food. I brought the TV outside, hooked it up put the chairs out there, like, put the footrest out there, got all comfy. We watched the game outside, and then we just fucking lost. I was like, <laughs> I didn't do all this work so we could just lose to Georgia Tech. Like, mm-hmm. I thought this would be, like, a stress-free game, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's, like, a really long list of problems, but 
the most concerning one to me is just like how we look shitty against bad teams because I just feel like that's like a a sign on coaching which I love Mike Young and I think we have like a he coaches a good team but I don't know stuff like that I feel like it's just not good you can't look like that when you're a 10 point favorite we were 10 point favorites to them we were 13 point favorites to Boston College like you can't you can lose in a close one it can happen but like you can't get blown out like that it was just like I don't know. I mean, I guess it wasn't a blowout technically, but sure seemed that way. <laughs> like I never thought. Like there was very few moments where I was like, "We're gonna win this game." That's all right, cause we'll uh, we'll turn around and beat beat Pitt. Yeah, that's that's what's crazy is we will we play so good at home against good teams. Like we'll just beat Pitt on Saturday and take out their chances of being number one in the ACC. Yeah, just because. Yeah. I, I don't get it. That's one thing I've always found fascinating with teams that I support is when they play to the level of their opponent. Like, they'll beat a really good team, but then they'll lose to a really shitty team. And I don't understand how. I I just don't. I don't get that. It's like and they, I get having an off day, especially yeah. in basketball. Like, if you've got three guys who are supposed to be hitting shots and they're not hitting shots you're going to have a hard time winning. I feel like we are really seeing the impact that Kevin Aluma had on the team that yeah. we might not have realized. Um, not us personally, but just in general. Like, um, I don't know. He seemed like that guy that anytime things were starting to go shitty, you could just give him the ball and he'd get a big shot out of it. And I just feel like we just don't have that anymore. But mm-hmm. what are you going to do? I'll still watch support but it is hard yeah I didn't watch the other night but I thought I figured there was a chance you were going to be there because I thought <laughs> you were in Atlanta yeah but, um, as I was saying to Logan I wonder if you were there so obviously not yeah we're heading down there tomorrow nice be down there for a little while nice little break yeah I'm excited yeah I've never spent time in I've never spent real time in Georgia before. I spent like a day in Savannah. Yeah. But nowhere else. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to experience a new place. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then just getting a getting a little break from work and yeah, all that good stuff. That's good. Got the dogs taken care of while we're away. Are you, ca- you going to put them in a kennel or do you have a friend or um, family watching? Her mom's going to watch the puppy. And then my parents are going to watch Guinness. Nice. Because Guinness gets along with my other dogs pretty well. He likes playing with them. But, yeah. I see you got the DSG socks on. Yeah, shout out. Shout out to the early listeners of the pod. You might recall our discussion about Dick Sporting Dick Sporting Goods Apparel. Yeah, dude. They've got good socks. Is that a, not yeah. a crew neck? Yeah. Fire. Yeah, bro. I love it. I, I love haven't it. worn like shirts or anything. This shit cost me like, I think it was like $6 or something because it was like on clearance. <coughs> and it's nice. Like I wear it for work and shit. Like it looks nice and it's comfortable. Yeah. This episode is brought to you. <laughs> you got that at Dick's? This is a Dick's Sporting Goods. Like, Bro, they got deals right now. If you got a Dick's Sporting Goods, hit it up because I just picked up some fire Asics. 
a couple weeks ago now in clearance. Yeah, They're Dick's is clean. expensive, but if you like go and find the right deal, it's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, I was saying this episode is brought to you by, but do you listen to, to Joe Rogan's podcast? The Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, I used to listen to it a lot more when I was in college. Right, me and then, too. And then like the last, probably last year, I've sort of, I'd say last eight to nine months, I've really not listened to it that often. There is a fucking ridiculous amount of ads in that shit now. Yeah. Like, I was listening to a little bit of one today, and it's like, now I really only listen to it if it's someone I really like, like comes on, like I won't just like pick a random one, but it's like, I'll listen to it's like 10 minutes of conversation and then an ad. And then, like, another, ten, like, maybe under 10 minutes of conversation and another ad break. It's, like, it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah. I mean, I get it because it's, like, you know, money yeah. <laughs> and shit. Money. But it's, like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's tough. It's good. Is it getting to the point where it's, like, ruining the flow of Yes, it's unenjoyable. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. And, um... I really like Tim Dillon's podcast, and that's the same. It's getting to be the same way. Like, just so many fucking ads. I don't know. Like, I I never minded like when he would just go into an ad break. Like, that's part of it. But I don't know. He used to, at least with his. Like, I know Joe Rogan's just kind of always been choppy because he has like the, it like almost switches to something else, and, like the graphic changes and stuff. Yeah. But Tim Dillon's would like it would flow pretty naturally. But I don't know. It just seems like it's getting really choppy, and I just don't like all the fucking ads. I remember hearing, back when he was on YouTube, I remember hearing him talk about how he didn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, and most of those guys are like that. Like, pretty much any of, like, the big podcasters are, like, anti, like, corporate shit like that, and then it's just, like, I don't know. It's not selling out, I guess, but it's just, like, I get it. They got to make a living, you know, but. I don't know. And, like, I really fucking can't stand when there's an ad that's not read by the podcaster. Like, when it's just a commercial, essentially. Like, I'm fucking paying for Spotify Premium for to not have ads. I don't know. Just shit like that is just kind of starting to bother me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so how does that work? How do podcasts work if you don't have premium? I would think you get the podcast ads, and then every once in a while you'll get the, you know, the classic Spotify ads. Uh, okay. I would think. I don't know. Huh. But... I don't know. It's just like I, I'm okay with some ads, but I, I've been hearing a little bit too many. I guess it's just as they get bigger and bigger audiences, and they need bigger guests and bigger production facilities. It's like you just have to start doing a shit ton of ads. Yeah, which is crazy because that's another thing he always talked about. Like he doesn't understand how podcasts have producers and stuff like that. Because all you really needed is a room and a couple mics and a camera, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Two cameras. But. Yeah, I mean, as it becomes a bigger production, you need, like, a team and shit, you know? Like, it needs to have, like, if you really want to get it to where you're big, big, big time. Yeah, I get that. Take more stuff off of your plate so you can do more. Yeah. I get that mindset. Yeah. No, I mean. Run a company. Yeah, if you're. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Just been noticing, like, a spike. Like, I feel like I used to listen to Joe Rogan. The ads weren't that bad, but lately it's just been, like, not unbearable, but 
rough. I'm just like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. Even though you can skip them, it's just like, I don't like. Like, I hate when someone's in the middle of a thought and then it's like, I have to hear about athletic greens and then express VPN. Like, I want them to like finish their sentence. What are your thoughts on social media influencers? Um, I think it'd be cool to be one. Well, I won't say I think it would be cool to be one. If I were one, I could see the benefits of it, but I could also see the cons that come with it. Because if you're an influencer, it means you're famous for something, and I don't know if I would want to be. So, I mean, not necessarily. I feel like you could become an influencer without being famous for anything. How? I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's like really is like a science to it. But like, because an influencer is just anyone who is posting and getting paid to post by brands. You know, like I think that's kind of the qualifier to be an influencer. So like if so I you're got not an influencer unless somebody's paying you to promote something. Yeah, I think I would think that's like kind of the thing. Now, like, there's like a million accounts that want to be an influencer, you know, that post like an influencer, but don't actually have any brand deals. So that makes you like kind of just a person who posts on Instagram a lot. But yeah, I don't know how you like kind of get your feet into that space other than just like happening to know someone at a brand you know or I guess it's like you post a lot and you post in a certain way that gains you a following it's just like getting an ad for a podcast you know like you build it up to a point where you can begin to approach companies and be like hey look I'm reaching this demographic I have 300,000 followers I get like this much interaction on all my posts like would you be interested in me sponsoring something i think with instagram too that blue check probably does a lot for sure makes you stand out for sure but i feel like as soon as you as soon as you get hooked up with some brands you could get the blue check mark yeah just from whatever i don't really know what the qualifications are i guess we talked about that before but um yeah, I don't know. It's cool, but it's also, like, freaky because, like, like, it's cool in the sense, like, if they're actually using, like, supporting companies and sharing that with their followers of stuff they actually use um, or something they actually believe in. But where it gets tricky is where companies and stuff just start throwing money at them to be like, hey, just talk about this, you know, and they're just doing it for money and not realizing the actual, like, power that they have over people. So I guess that's like where it can start to get a little darker or a lot darker depending on the situation. Yeah, I feel like from it just it sort of just depends how important it, it is that the product or the message that whoever wants it to be um, broadcast, you know? Yeah, I mean, like we t- I think we talked about it like fucking Michael Phelps posting about uh, the yeah. vaccine and yeah. shit or depression makes you yeah more likely to get COVID-19 like I don't know stuff like that is just freaky because it's hard when 
it's a narrative that you're not sure necessarily if they agree with it or not. I'm not saying he doesn't agree with that. I'm just saying like, and how much of it is something that they feel like they're supposed to do, right? Air quotes around supposed. That's like the other kind of scary part of like, not that one in specific, specific, but just like the idea of posting a narrative or agreeing to do a shout out for something just because you feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing to like kind of continue on in the game that you're playing. Yeah, one thing, I don't know, because I would like to think that I wouldn't, if it was something I truly didn't agree with, I would love to think that there wouldn't be a number that I would say I would agree to, you know? Yeah. But it does get scary because if it's like, oh, 2,500's not enough, what about five grand? But I mean, but when you get up to like the Jenner Kardashian status, like saying. we're talking like $300,000 yeah. for just fucking posting something on Instagram. Yeah. Probably, no, probably a million. Yeah, probably. But just like when you're in that tier, you're yeah. at least talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it gets crazy, man. It's like, it's hard to really stick to your guns at that point. Um, especially the way things are now where things are so polarized, polarizing. So it's almost like if you don't want it, if you don't want to agree with something like all of a sudden that means you're on the other side completely, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a good and evil situation. And that's what's scary. Right. And that's what leads to like just censorship and people getting thrown off platforms and stuff because they're kind of going against a certain narrative. So it's like you're almost trapped in it at that point. You know, if you're a high-profile person, like if you're a high-profile Hollywood person, like you pretty much had to come out in support of the vaccine or else like there was speculation around you. Um, That's just an example. You know, there's a lot more things like that. Uh, where And it gets to a point where it's like it doesn't really matter what you believe in. Like you have to just say things a certain way. Yeah, I do know. I had heard, I'd seen a clip where Kim Kardashian was talking about how some company had offered her a million or five million for her to post something, but it was one of Kanye's competitors. Mm-hmm. In turn, I don't, I'm assuming it was like Yeezys or something. Or what it had to be, right? Yeah, I guess. Because, um, like, people ripped the foam runner or the the slides. Yeah. You can get those at Target and stuff. But anyway, she said no to that. And in turn, he gifted her, like, percentage of Yeezy and stuff like that. But yeah. just hearing that somebody can make that much money off posting something is yeah. ridiculous. And, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And if she wasn't in relationship with Kanye at the time just didn't have any kind of relationship with him she would have just did it you know yeah. and it's like it's that's not that big of a deal because yeah. it's shoes but like the idea is like you're promoting something that is a knockoff mm-hmm. something real and the quality isn't gonna be what the real one is but yet you're promoting it as if it was just for money um, like I said, in that situation, it doesn't really matter because we're talking about shoes. But yeah, I don't know. It's just scary because, like, 
pretty much anyone who does that line of work starts off doing things that they uh, agree with naturally because it's like, here's my demographic. Here's who I can reach. We probably have similar interests. A company approaches you with something you're very interested in. And you're like, okay, like I can tell people to buy this because like, I actually love it, you know? Or if it's like a certain brand of clothes you love to wear and you can pass that along and get paid for it, that's per- like that's like the dream life, right? But then it's like as you get bigger, that's where it's like you have to start making that decision. Like, is it worth it for me to take this a large amount of money just to push something that I don't really have any say in? Because, I mean, some people like... I think when you're, again, when you're super hyper famous, you have more of a say of what you're actually posting. But like, you know, there's a lot of companies that'll just be like, here's the post and that's it. (laughs) Here's the caption. Like you're not allowed to alter it, you know, or ad read on a podcast. So you're not allowed to alter it. Like you have to read this script, which to me just doesn't seem like it would work, you know, as effectively. Like, I guess this is sort of a pivot, but. I hate when it's like you're listening to a podcast and it's very clearly a fucking script that they're reading an ad. When I hear somebody like a host I really like talking about a product and they're putting their own spin on the ad read, it makes me so much more likely to check out, check that out because I'm at least like, okay, they're at least giving the creator a chance to make it more integrated into their content. Or like when you're watching YouTube and they just do like a super fucking cheesy like, speaking of this, this episode, you know what I mean? It's like, I want that shit to be integrated into the content because then I know you actually fucking care about it, you know? I think uh, Mr. Beast talked about that on Lex Friedman. He's talking about like turning down companies when they wouldn't let him have creative control over the ads, which is pretty respectful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you look at how successful he is. Seems like a lot of people who have that same mindset, um, they have higher ceilings, you know. Yeah, I think I think people are. I think that's a lot of that is like knowing your worth and knowing like, oh, well, I don't have to fucking do that if I don't want to. Um, but it's also scary because it's like if you're a content creator trying to make it, and someone just offers you a shit ton of money do it their way you're like fuck yeah i mean (laughs) it would be sick to like start getting sponsored you know what i mean and i also don't like blame people for starting that way um i just think it's cool when you people branch off and start realizing like well i don't need to do it that way i can do it however i want but i don't know like let's still take the joe rogan thing like no matter what episode you watch you you're hearing the same exact athletic greetings ad yeah. But I guess that's also nice because you probably only had to record it once. So it's kind of nice too. <laughs> Do you think you can tell, like when you listen to pot, are there any podcasts you listen to that you feel like are, they are scripted other than just like the ads and stuff and sponsors? Like, like the podcast you, itself? Like content? Yeah. Not not ones that I listen to, I don't think. That, at least not that I can tell. Or ones that you've, like, come across? Mm, not really. I mean, like, I've listened to ones with more structure, and I can tell that, like, the questions they're asking the guests have been rehearsed, and 
but that's okay. I think like, like if we had a big guest on here, like I would probably like someone we were doing more of an interview style. Like I would have them very rehearsed, you know. <laughs> like, um, but no, I I've never felt like, oh, this is they paused and said like, okay, I'm gonna ask you this question. And this is what you're gonna answer. Like I I haven't felt that way. No, have you? No, I mean, to the initial question, I will say there's this one. Um, there's this music podcast. It's called NFR Pod or something like that. Um, but it's two guys, and they talk a lot about like today's hip hop and rap music and stuff like that. And I like them, but I don't. I can't watch it because I feel like it is scripted. Wait, I think I've seen some clips of those guys. And um, one's a one's a bigger guy. Yeah. Wait. And then there's another guy. He's I, got like a buzz cut type hair or sure short hair. I want to look it up to I'm make sure stuff. before I make a comment about this. Yeah, NFR, I think. I mean, shout out to them. I follow their Twitter and they they've got good topics and stuff that they talk about, but I just see clips. Yeah, dude, fuck these guys. I don't I fucking I can't stand. See, I don't want to hate. I'm not just I'm not <laughs> hating, but I am. Fuck them. Nah. I don't it's just like it doesn't feel gen like the takes feel very basic to me, but they make them sound like they're hot takes, but to me they're basic. It's like Yeah, I just feel like they're okay. It just feels I like complex right. magazine. I shouldn't I shouldn't hate, but I I do. I feel like they're just like saying what everyone thinks and trying to make it sound profound so that people who have that opinion feel profound. Like, they're airheads. They're like, oh, I think that way. And these guys are presenting that like not everybody thinks that way. So I must be like really deep Unique. into like, yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like, and that's you're just not. <laughs> it's like, it's okay to have an opinion that everybody else agrees with, you know? Yeah. I think that's like a thing that like we're going through. And I've like, I definitely struggle with this still. Like, shitting on stuff just because people like it mm -hmm. you know but like it's n it's just not a good way <laughs> like it's not good to be cynical like if people like this then it's bad yeah it's good to look at it like if people like this that doesn't necessarily make it good you should have your own opinion but like if you agree with the mass that doesn't make you like a simple person it's just like somebody did a good job making something sorry you're right i shouldn't hate on those guys because they're doing their thing but I don't care for it. It is not for yeah. me. <laughs> and that's my, and that was my thing. Like, uh, back when I, early COVID, when I was on TikTok, those, that was like a page that I had always had on. Yeah. It seemed like every time it would be a video of them talking about stuff. So, I mean, I was in, and I'm still into the music that they talk about. And some of like the, uh, more low key rappers are starting to get more recognition now. And it's almost my feeling of it is like, those guys are saying they're like, they're almost saying that. I f I just feel like they're overrating a lot of the people, but they're trying to have that profound take yeah. of like, oh, it's this, this, and this. When in reality, I just don't think it's not. I I, I just know. feel like they're not giving their own opinion. They're just saying what they think is a good thing to yeah. say. But maybe that's just their opinion. Yeah, and that's okay. But. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like almost like kind of meta weird because it's like I'm shitting on them because their opinion is what the mass likes, but I'm say also saying that you shouldn't shit on things that the mass people agree with. So I don't know. If it's their own true opinion and that's how they feel about everything, like then cool. But if they're just saying it to get views, I'm not into that kind of thing. 
Shout out NFR. Come yeah, on and discuss. Out. Yeah. Well, and they interviewed <laughs> Fantano like three weeks ago, and they were promoting the hell out of that on Twitter. And I'm like, you guys are acting like it's, it's, it's the, the Yay Drink Champs interview or something. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, but in all fairness, but it's huge like, for them. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, I if, get that. If we yeah. got Fantano, I'd probably do the same fucking yeah. thing for years. But, um, yeah. no, I know what you mean. I don't know. It just seems non-genuine, which is what yeah. makes. I me might just like be it, hating. Who knows? Yeah, maybe we. But are I'm trying. I mean, I'm. I'm proactively trying not to hate and trying to, trying to be constructive with my come on, criticism. come on the pod to to hash it out. Yeah, that would be a good playlist. We'd have a good playlist that week. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Plus, I'm just jealous they have a music podcast. Yeah, and they have a lot of viewers, and yeah. we don't. So that's they're, they're where that's, <laughs> that's where the resentment's from. coming from. Yeah. All right. Shout out NFR. We yeah. don't hate you. But fuck you also. <laughs> Do you ever run upstairs really fast? Oh, dude, my days of that shit are way over. <laughs> <laughs> I did it um the other day. Remember when we lived on the fourth floor and we would skip every other step when we would <laughs> go up? Like, what the fuck? I did that shit coming up to my apartment yesterday and I was like, I will never do that again. Like, that was the last time. I, I was like, Oh, I used to do this shit all the time when I was in school. Man, fuck no. I'd be taking my <laughs> sweet time on steps now. What about you? You still, still do that do shit? I probably do it once a day, bro. dog. Once a day. Yeah. Well, at work, we like we have stairs that go from our warehouse to like our office. Right. Th- those are, it's probably, the stairs are probably 20 feet high, maybe. Maybe 17 feet high. <laughs> and I just run up like the first... I don't know, 10 steps, platform, another 10 steps. And you do the skip every usually, other step? At then. least once. Usually at least once a day. Damn, dude. Yeah, I, I I can't do that shit anymore. I like having some bounce in my step. There you, you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes at the house, I'll run up the stairs, too. And just for fun? or <laughs> like You just run yeah. upstairs for I put, fun? I put uh, earbuds in, get my weighted vest on, like I'm doing bleachers, and I just run up and down the no, stairs. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Sierra, um, Sierra yelled at me. She didn't yell at me. She was like, she just said something about me running up the stairs last night. It was funny. Yeah, that's psychopathic tendency. It's cool though. Like yeah, it. it's cool. I mean, that's good for your body, I guess. I I don't know. I did it when I, I was a kid. I mean, I did. We did it when we were in school. Yeah. That was like the thing. You would just when you got to the stairs, you would run up them and get to the top like every time. Yeah, I don't know. I remember getting to college and seeing like you and Corey would do that and everybody did it. And I was like, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I have to do that shit too. <laughs> like I never did that before that, but man. Yeah. Cause didn't Bryce do it too? Yeah. Oh Cause yeah. he did it when he had to torn AC. Uh, oh my God. Dude. Didn't he do it when he was, was that a torn ACL? Yeah. He tore his ACL. Did he do the stair thing? I feel like he did. Had to At have. one point. Oh my God. After I he was tired of taking the elevator. He's, uh, he's married now? Yeah. What the fuck? Shout out Bryce. Miss that guy. Bryce. I was talking to Ryan not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He reached out. Um. Yeah, shout out Ryan. Shout out Bryce. Shout out that whole fucking gang, dude. There was some good times up there. Yeah, it's crazy. That was five years ago. Six years ago? Six years ago. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a long time. I've been... 
this is a reoccurring thing. Um, I think maybe four episodes ago, I initially brought it up that I'm going through my Spotify playlist right now, alphabetical mm-hmm. order, trying to get rid of some music and yeah, yeah, make yeah. some new playlists with all my songs. And I have a playlist. Uh, I have a college mix, so like from 2017 to 2021, from all the songs. Oh, that really? I, That's I, cool. I, like listen to there. That's really. And I'm cool. gonna try to keep that. And then I have one for high school. And I just I'm working on one for 2022, 2023 now, but um, I figured that'd be cool to look back on. Fuck yeah, it's cool to remember. Like, I feel like I I could probably put together some kind of a playlist. Like I kind of generally remember like what we were listening to through college. I mean, a lot of it's still the same for me now. Like senior year and now are pretty similar. Like a few differences, but. Overall, like, I still jam a lot of the same songs I did, like, senior year. Because I feel like that was when I would, like, I got, like, not more in it. Because I've always been pretty into music. But that was, like, the year I feel like I listened to the most just because it was, like, oftentimes just sitting at the house for the whole day, like, doing fucking nothing. So, yeah. But that is really cool. I like that. Yeah, I've had songs that, like, it's funny because I'll have songs that I remember... I was like, was that freshman? Yeah, that was freshman year. Yeah. Was that my sophomore or junior? Like, some years sort of bleed together with some songs. Yeah, for sure. Um, Especially the summer of 2017. Because some of the stuff, when it comes to my high school playlist and my college mix playlist, yeah, I don't know. That summer was like a wobbler. Because I don't know if I was listening to, like, if a song came out that summer or it came out May mm. 21. like Right, when you're still. When I graduated, yeah. technically. But. I was still hanging with my high school friends that summer. Before, yeah, before you got to... Yeah. Yeah. So some songs I put in both. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't, like... I feel like I didn't have, like, a full switch over. I feel like my music taste is, like, what it is now, like, starting when I was, like, a sophomore, probably. Um, Not, I de- like, just more, like, into the world that I'm in now. Because I feel like when I first came, I didn't listen to, like anything but like classic rock music you know because that was just what I listened to when I was in high school occasional like indie or like hip hop but I never like really like dove in so but that was okay because it getting in like I guess late on a lot of that shit like gave me like a pretty much whole world to like dive into that I just never listened to before so yeah yeah I just got an idea okay so you know how initially we were going to, like, we had talked about in preparation for one of the pods, getting ready for the Grammys, like, going through the categories, yeah. really diving into them and stuff for all yeah. the music. What would you think if we did something similar, but instead of it being, like, that year, it's just what we listened to that year? What if it was, so that way it was, like, actually our picks you know what i mean not so like your favorite album from the year 2017 yeah well that's what you listen to so like for this year we're in 2023 right now mm-hmm. come the end of this year we sort of take a look back on everything we listened to that year and the music doesn't have to come out that year right just what we were so you could have like a 2013 yeah. album or okay something yeah that's kind of cool year. yeah that's cool would you be? I think that'd be. Yeah, I think that's cool. It'd I be. Think it's cool, I, I've more never seen people thing. do that either. 
So I think we should do that. Yeah. Instead of because when I was going through the Grammy categories, there's so much of that music I don't listen to, and I'm like, why am I putting in time to listen to music I don't? And how am I gonna really give an opinion? Like if I listen right. to an album one time, like I'm not gonna be able to give you an opinion, right? Like, really, unless I can, I could probably make it up. But even though that's how they're giving Grammys out. Pow pow pow. No, I I like that though. I like the idea. Of, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm on board with that. Yeah. Book it. New Beach House EP next month, two months from now. For real? Yeah. Announced today. That's big. Early 2023 album of the year candidate for me, even though it's just an EP. An EP. How many songs? Five. Five. <laughs> Could yeah, be album like, of the year. It's just some uh, B-Stock stuff from their last album. But yeah, I saw the Instagram post today. It's pretty cool. Is episode 19 in the books? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Episode 20 coming up. We should we should do something. <coughs> I think that's kind of a milestone. 20? Yeah. 10 felt like silly to do something because it was like you would hope if you're going to start a podcast, you'd make it to Double 10. digits, yeah. But uh, 20 seems like something we could do a something fifth? for. You want it down a fifth on our... Dude, yes. I want to like do some fucking inebriated episodes. Right? Well, no, you can't. Two four, yeah. One fifth. One fifth. To one hundred. Math. Oh. You know math. what I'm saying? Mm, so math. that'd be the concept for having a fifth. All right, cool. Done. Book it. What are we drinking? We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um really appreciate it and we're excited to keep growing with you guys so love you guys peace (laughs) check out good radio yeah check out good radio peace love you guys